Hey, happy Wednesday. This is the first time that we've been live since Thanksgiving. And so welcome to our Hormone Hub. And this is Tracy Hadlick with Train With Fire. If you have heard my podcast, um, recently just get started with my podcast, not recently started with talking because that's always been something I've been really good at. So why not podcast, right? Um, I do have a blog that I started that's more towards my travel blog at www.trainwithfire.net. But I have so much to add to it. But my time spent on helping women feel their best and do their best has been where my time has been most spent recently. So today, what we're here to talk about is women's hormone health and how our hormones can affect our mental health, um, our moods, our anxiety, depression, and ADHD. So, um, you know, we always hear like, oh, I just, it's that time of the month. I'm, you know, my sleep isn't as good, which is a proven thing. The second half of the month, um, I'm kind of in that position right now. My last three days, my HRV status, my heart rate variability, which kind of gauges everything between my sleep, my recovery and my exercise has been not going the correct direction. And I know a lot of it's because I've been pushing myself a lot on my business end, but also reaching a run goal um, and just really not giving myself time to relax. So today's goal is to take time to relax and not push all the time. And that is a huge part of perimenopause and menopause um, that can start as early as 35 is to give yourself grace to slow down. Um, when as a mom, you know, you, once you hit, you hit the ground running, as soon as you have that baby, man, you are running, you are connecting socially. You're trying to be the best mama you can be for their sports, their academics, everything. And then we put ourselves to the back burner. And what happens with that is our bodies, our mind gets ignored. And the next thing you know, we're living on from uh, caffeine in the morning to wine at night. Um, so no judgment here. I've been there. I've done that. Um, and there's nothing wrong with a little bit of both, right? But when it starts to take over your life and you're not giving yourself time to uh, think and to move, that becomes a problem. So again, we're back to today's um, lesson. Now in my hormone hub group, I uh, launched my online hormone course. It's everything I've taken, everything I have learned the last couple of years when I noticed my perimenopause, I was in perimenopause about two years after I was in perimenopause and I was pissed. I'm like, why did nobody ever tell me about this? Why have, the, why does nobody talk about this? Why, you know, all you hear is wait until you're 40 or wait until you hit 50, but wait for what? So this is um, the hormone course is to help you not wait. It helps you prepare for what is to come. Or if you're already in that perimenopause state, you're like, what has happened to me? This will help get you back. My hormone harmony course will get you back and hopefully better to where you than where you were. And, um, and this isn't something I wanted to start and do until I knew I could do it for myself. And so my methods I'm training, tra sharing with you um, through that hormone harmony course. So this just touches on what we learn in lesson, uh, our unit or whatever you want to call it, module five about our hormone health and how our hormones can, um, affect our moods and emotions and how that comes into play. Um, so today, today we're going to talk about hormones and our mood, the blood brain barrier, ADHD, and even ADHD and how we can balance our hormones for better mental health. Um, so I heard a quote that said, hormone health is mental health. And I was like, wow, okay, well, uh, my hormones have always been jacked up. I've never been, um, my hormones, my periods have never been regular. So that can explain a lot of that, right? Um, so when I came across this information, the first time I was like, wow, I never thought about, 
I, I knew, you know, you have chemical imbalances in the brain when you experience um, anxiety, depression, ADHD, but I never thought about how my hormones affect that. Um, and so we know that hormones are chemical transmitters that, that carry various uh, psycho physiological processes, including moon, moods and emotion in our body, because our brain is a part of our body. Right. Um, and, but because of this, this is why hormonal balances can contribute to mental health issues. So wow, wow, wow. We aren't so crazy, huh? Um, that's at least what I thought when I first was reading about this. So we've got some key hormones related to mood regulation. We have serotonin, which if you're on an anxiety medicine, like I have been for a very long time, um, serotonin, when you are, you can be on a serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Um, this is, and so serotonin is in our brain. It's, and the serotonin is linked to our moods being stable and feelings of being well. We also have dopamine, which is pleasure and reward. You have that chocolate and you get a hit of dopamine. You work out, you get a hit of dopamine, makes you feel good. We also have cortisol, which is associated with our stress response. Now, our cortisol, as discussed in an earlier podcast, is naturally rises. It's naturally higher in the morning to get your butt out of bed and get some stuff done, right? Um, but if you have hormones are messed up, your cortisol could be um, at the highest in the middle of the night while you're trying to sleep. And that is dysregulation. And that's not what you want. And that could be a cause of you waking up in the middle of the night. Um, then we also have estrogen and testosterone, which are both anxiety associated with, can be associated with anxiety and depression. Estrogen um, really drives that with us. So um, it's important to note, however, that not all mental health and mood disorders, of course, are related to our hormones. Um, you know, we have some hereditary things in there, which if it's hereditary could still be linked back to those hormones. If you have that, like your ancestors, right. But on the same note, typical depression, anxiety, medicine, um, many go on that medicine and not realizing that their moods may be linked to their hormone balance. So there are some things so that puts you in possible and control, or maybe you can improve your hormone balance, which can improve the, your stabilization of your moods um, and your anxiety and depression. Um, so some of you, and I've noticed more during perimenopause that the week before, maybe not the full week, but a few days before I get my period in perimenopause, I get more anxious I get more paranoid about things. Um, I get like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. you know, one mood for the next. And a lot of these mood changes um, are linked to the um, increase of estrogen and then the decrease of progesterone during certain phases of the month. So, and also when our estrogen or progesterone drops uh, right before we get our period, that can be linked to that also. Um, and some of us could possibly have such um, hormonal dysfunction that it can turn into PMDD, which is the premenstrual dysphoric disorder, where it's really, you're not just a little anxious and a little of this, you're like out of control um, with anxiety um, and depression or things like that. So PMDD is a little more severe form of PMS. Some symptoms are lasting irritability, sadness, like despair. Um panic attacks. So if you have had a panic attack before, you may be more apt to have those panic attacks uh, right before you get your period. Um, food cravings, binge eating, tired, thinking, focusing, out of feeling out of control. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, um, but I definitely have felt like just like 
moods out of control, the emotions out of control, uh, just, you know, not knowing what the next step is, ADD, just everything hitting, you know, hitting at once. Now, why does this happen? Okay. So what happens is we have this thing called the blood brain barrier. So the blood brain barrier is where um, our brain can, I'm sorry, the pick of our brain. So I have a picture that I'll share with you that has, and then we have capillary with blood in it. Our hormones, our hormones are chemicals that float through the blood, right? So when our estrogen becomes too high, it is able to pass through that barrier into our brain. So it passes from the blood into our brain. And when our, if high estrogen does that, it comes into the neurotransmitter, it affects, affects, affects our neurotransmitters that connects to dopamine and serotonin, which both help us feel good. So if we've got, so just picture um, blood flowing through and then the estrogen floating in there and it's just being so high that it squeezes right out through that wall of the capillary into your brain. And now it's in there like a little brother that you got messing, messing with the dopamine and serotonin, just picking on them. Um, and so that is what increases the chances of anxiety, depression, um, and can even affect the ADD, ADHD. So the bloodstream, the blood brain barrier is function is to regulate the passage of these substances between the brain and the blood. Um, but it's, uh, it's a defense mechanism for us, but it's not completely impermeable. So if we, like I said, if we have those elevated estrogen levels, um, some of the things, processes that can affect, affect our neurotransmitter balance. Okay. So like we said, the estrogen levels are too high. So high estrogen levels can influence the permeability of this. Our neurotransmitter fluctuations, estrogen affects the levels of these neurotransmitter transmitters and plays crucial. So the transmitters play a crucial role in our mood regulation and attention. So then that serotonin in particular is linked to mood stabilization. So that can lead to depression or increased depression or anxiety. And then also dopamine and neuroepinephrine that are associated with like our brain being aroused in our attention and our focus, like paying attention those type of fluctuations in, can happen in our those neurotransmitters, and that can influence conditions like ADHD. So if you already are diagnosed or undiagnosed ADHD, it can make it worse in those drops in hormones. And so if you already have um, a, like a mental health issue, such as depression, anxiety underlying already, um, the hormone level dropping can exasperate these problems. So hopefully it helps you make you feel better. If you are in that boat to where you already have ADHD, you already without your hormones being messed up, you already have experienced um, anxiety and depression in your life. It, having our hormones kind of get wacky to backy during perimenopause can make things worse. So just be aware of that and don't feel so bad about yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. So before we move to ADD and ADHD a little bit more, so hormones and mental health, if you are experiencing these, you can self-monitor when you're feeling like this, okay? So you need to find a way to pinpoint when this is happening. This all goes back to tracking on a free app like Clue or Flow. Um, that is why I want people to track even if they don't have their period, if you don't have your period anymore um, and you're in menopause, you can still track and you're still experiencing um, different symptoms, please track. And that way um, we can recognize what's happening when, and then you can be able to figure out 
you know, if you need help in that area, there are things you can do um, naturally to balance your hormones. So the big thing too, is we're all different, right? Um, so if it's something that's really out of control, you definitely want to consult a healthcare professional. Um, but I don't want you to underestimate the power that you have over your lifestyle and your choices because exercise, food, stress, and sleep, those four things can make a huge and your gut health. Um, can make a huge difference in balancing your hormones and feeling better in your brain too. So as discussed before with with other mental health disorders, ADHD and ADD can also be effective because of the high levels of estrogen leaking through that blood brain barrier and messing with the dopamine, that little brother coming in and just poking the bear, poking the bear. Okay. So that's kind of what I think about making things worse. Um, So hormone regulation can be impacted Again, so you do have some power over that. So don't feel helpless, okay? So how do we balance our hormones for better mental health? I've talked about this in previous podcasts. We can unleash our potential. We have to start. We have to show up for ourselves. okay? I am 100% believer that you can control your symptoms by being honest with yourself. Um, If you're drinking too much alcohol, if you're staying up too late, if you're not giving yourself any downtime, if you're not exercising consistently, if you're eating a lot of high processed food, that your body is just full of toxins and um, inflammation. Um, So we need to focus on eating whole foods. We need to consistently exercise and help, which helps reduce stress. We need adequate sleep. This is number one. Um, and then stress management is huge also. And there's also certain vegetables you can eat with cycle syncing at certain times of the month that can help regulate your hormones. Um, and you can also cycle sync your workouts. So uh, that's something else we talk about in our hormone hub and with my uh, virtual gym membership, Stronger Together, because it's a lot all at once. So I am here with that Hormone Harmony course and our virtual um hormone club or hormone uh, are stronger together, virtual online workouts between those two things, you get both with all together. Um, The hormone harmony course comes with the at home workouts where I'm coaching you. I'm in there three days a week, talking you through um, different sections of this and just being that support group for you. Stop trying to be everything to everyone. Stop saying yes to everyone. Stop overcomplicating. Just make one choice a day, one step a day. Get up. Are you going to go for a walk over lunch? Are you going to sit there and mope around about it? Go out and get some sunshine. Are you going to set an alarm so you go to bed earlier? Um, Are you going to not go to bed with your cell phone? Um, There's some things that can make a really big difference. I know that you can do it. Okay. So that is kind of our overview today of hormone regulation and how hormones can affect our mental health. It's a huge, can be a huge um, precursor to influencing our mental health. So I want to know, want you to leave here knowing that you can do something about it. Um, I have a resource library that I included at the end of my hormone hub um, module five that has uh, the resource library on there is um, let's see, we've got some mindful meditation for stress. We have some box breathing, something you can do for stress right away. We have learned how to progressively relax. These are all stress relief ones. And then I have a simplified chart on there to help with cycle syncing to where to get started with that. So it might seem like a lot, but you just got to take it one step at a time. 
Um, and you can join us in my next launch in January of the Hormone Harmony course to help get you started. And with that becomes uh, the membership and we meet live once a week. So I'm always in there. We're always sharing and we're always together supporting each other. So I hope this helped today. I hope you have an awesome day and we will be back with our next podcast um, today that, that, or not today, but you can follow on to the next one where we're going to get into hormone testing. Um, why would you test? What does it help with? Where do you go get a test at? And should you? So we'll talk to you later. Uh, it's great having you here. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.